One with Nature, a Good Omens Crackpot Vic, written by Shamir and read by Jack. Crowley hadn't taken residence in the woods outside of Kingsland, Herefordshire, only because a Xerophil was stationed nearby, or because the deserted woods apparently made the angel feel safe enough that he'd pop by for a quick fuck sometimes. But certainly those had been decisive factors. The angel liked it rough, he'd learned. And Crowley? Well, he respected neither God nor any other authority. He bent to hell's orders only in so much as it benefited him and kept him out of trouble. But a flutter of eyelashes or a slight tremble of Aziraphale's lips as he asked to be grabbed and shoved against the wall could have made him do anything. On one occasion, in a considerable bout of passion or insanity, he'd taken off the angel's armor with a snap of his fingers and pressed him against the nearest tree, and oh, the noise Aziraphale had made as the cold bark hit his bare back. Crowley was very busy rubbing his thigh between the angels and sucking at the soft skin of his throat when they heard a noise and froze. I'm telling you, Uriel, it's very suspicious that someone like him, said Michael's voice with as much disdain as could be put into words, would voluntarily walk into the woods without reason. It's cold and damp and uncomfortable. He must be up to something. Crowley's brain burned like a sock in a wind tunnel as he desperately tried to find a way out of this nasty predicament. And then, suddenly, he was a mushroom. Michael's feet missed him by an inch. If Crowley had lungs, he'd have been struggling not to scream. Let's wait here for a moment, see if he shows up. Uriel kicked a stone in their general direction and smirked. I can feel him close by. The two archangels stood right in front of a round, pale brown mushroom and a slightly taller red companion. Fortunately, they did not think to look down. It took a moment for Crowley to get his bearings. He had no eyes, no ears and definitely no trace of an erection any more. He was quite mushy all over, really. But somehow he could still perceive the world around him. He had absolutely no clue how that worked. His roots? Mushroom roots? He didn't know what the correct word was. His mushroom roots sent signets up to his brain? Surely mushrooms don't have brains. Well, anyway, to his consciousness. And that's how he knew he'd been almost stomped on by Michael's left foot. That's how he knew Aziraphale was right beside him, hidden in plain sight. Proud of yourself, are you? He tried to ask, his tendrils reaching for Aziraphale's underground. I 
Aziraphale replied, entangling his roots with Crowley's. That slight touch sent a shock of electricity up Crowley's stalk. You have to admit it is quite brilliant. Crowley didn't have a tongue to spatter with, so he didn't. He stayed quiet as he kept rubbing his, uh, endings with the angels. It felt nice. It felt so very nice. Uriel and Michael were standing nearby, towering over them, but they hadn't spotted them at all. Oh, Crowley, Aziraphale moaned in Crowley's head, and Crowley had no clue how he'd done that, but fuck if it wasn't hot. All of his little mushroom roots, he really must look up what they are called later, were crawling towards Aziraphale, intertwining with the angels. The little spark of sensation multiplied tenfold, and then a hundredfold, intensifying so much, Crowley was almost afraid he'd pop his wings out. Not that he could, as he had no wings at all. Angel, I did not know you liked to have sex with an audience. Don't be silly, Crowley. Mushrooms can't have sex. Crowley wasn't sure whether that was accurate, but it sounded reasonable enough. So, what do you call it? Killing time? Crowley would have snorted if he could have. Sure, let's kill some time then. A few inches underneath the moist, soft soil, the tips of their hyphae entangled, thousands of sparks shooting through their mycelia all the way up to their gills. Crowley's vulva trembled, his paws fell all around him, and, holy shit, that sure as Satan's balls was an orgasm cursing through his thin, mushroom body. He could feel Aziraphale quietly shaking by his side, and guessed the angel must have been going through the same. When it was over, they kept their filaments entwined a while longer, until finally Uriel and Michael decided it had been long enough and left. Once it was safe to do so, Aziraphale turned them back into their human forms, and Crowley found himself sitting on his butt, the angel practically in his lap. Sweet unholy, don't be blasphemous now. That was intense. Yes, indeed it was. Can you turn us into other things? I suppose so, yes. Great. Later on, Michael reported they lost track of the angel Aziraphale for three months straight, and when he resurfaced from whatever corner of the earth he'd been hiding in, he had nothing to say for himself except that he'd become one with nature, and that he understood the Lord's creations much, much better now. Whatever the hell that meant. The End